This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And today is June 29th, and this is your daily financial news. This, If you're new to the channel, this is a news show that you can count on six days a week at 7.30 a.m. Pacific. And then on Thursdays, we do it at 7 a.m. That's because we have an expert series where we talk to real estate investing experts Sunday through Friday, uh, and we do those at 8 and 9 a.m., so sometimes we need, to, uh, we need to talk to them a little early, such as Thursday. Uh, in addition to that, I want to make sure we congratulate people who are doing the work and closing transactions. I want to congratulate Ryan and Lakeisha for closing a transaction. Their deal was actually seller financing, which is uh, pretty special. So Ryan and Lakeisha, your card will go out this afternoon. Uh, and congratulations on your latest transaction. couple real quick announcements before we get into the daily financial news. First and foremost, there was an important video yesterday that I did with Greg Dickerson. Uh, I think it was actually video number two or three. It was basically called, Is Financial Freedom Easy or Hard? I thought that conversation between Greg and I was one one that needed to be watched. A couple of people have told me they've watched it a couple of times because Greg and I agree and disagree. And it was a very interesting conversation to have. So again, do yourself a favor, check out that video. The thumbnail says, is financial freedom easy or hard? I think that's one you're going to want to see. Next up, I really need just a little bit more help. This wonderful book on Amazon currently has 598 five-star reviews. If you could help me push it over the finish line today, I would really appreciate that. I would love to start July with over 600 five-star reviews. I know I'm asking for a favor, but maybe you can help me out. That would be wonderful. Uh, Another thing to note, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but we just went over 9,000 followers there. So pretty cool to see. Uh, And finally, if you are a member of the course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, I want to let you know that the full 30-day POC or trial is now available. Uh, The CEO of Hemlane, Dana, uh, was gracious enough to record a full walkthrough of how you can practice being a landlord, how you can use their free trial just to see if you like being a landlord. Advertising, tenant repairs, tenant collections, you know, all of those things. So, Uh, We took the time to create the script. Uh, The script is actually available in my free course, but if you want to watch the video of the walkthrough, uh, that will be in the paid course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. And then lastly, uh, we have finally taken the five hours of flipping content and chopped it up so that it will fit the teachable file sizes. So you could expect that to be loaded over the next week or two, certainly by the middle of July. And then finally, just because we're talking about it, uh, the June 50, that is the coupon code you have. It's only good for another, what, day and a half. 
uh, but June 50, I don't normally do coupon codes, but I did it because, darn it, some of the content I planned for June is not landing to July, so I felt it was the right thing to do. And then yesterday, we heard from Matt, the mortgage guy, that the Mortgage 101 content is coming. And as promised uh, in yesterday's uh, or last week's discussion, uh, that content alone could potentially save you thousands of dollars. So shout out, Matt. Look forward to our conversations uh, tomorrow, tomorrow on Wednesday. So very cool. Uh, so as we look at the daily financial news, lots going on, frankly, a lot that I predicted, which kind of feels good. I won't lie. Uh, last week, we talked about all the big banks. I think it was Friday. It might have been Thursday. I think it was Thursday, actually, where the Fed gave the green light to all the big banks uh, that they passed their, you know, they were healthy. They were well capitalized. And what I shared with you on Friday was, guess what, folks? We're about to see banks increase dividends, have share buybacks. Lo and behold, yesterday was the day. Looks like Morgan Stanley and Wells Fargo doubled their dividends. Doubled their dividends. So that's healthy. Uh, actually, the only big bank that didn't raise was Citigroup. I wonder what's going on at Citigroup. Maybe they're going to come out with a big buyback. Maybe maybe they're not as healthy. I don't know. Again, not a guy with stocks. Uh, but when you look at all the banks increasing dividends, a couple like Morgan Stanley and Wells Fargo going double, and then Citigroup is the outlier. I don't know about you, but that makes me ask questions, wonder why. It was kind of interesting. Um Another thing I saw yesterday is it looks like Facebook uh, has joined the land of $1 trillion market cap companies. Truly amazing. I think that joins, what, Apple and who was the other one? There was another one that just went over that I somehow forget. Not a stock guy. Uh, another thing I'm seeing is remote work is starting to boomerang, starting to come back. I'm starting to see more and more articles about employers and employees saying, you know what? It's not all what it's cracked up to be. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how the return to office goes. It'll be interesting to see how many or what percentage maybe is a better way to look at it really stays remote. How many people come back? Uh, it is going to be pretty interesting. Uh, as I mentioned, I think it was Saturday. In the, and when we looked ahead, I told you Monday's earnings announcement would be interesting was Herman Miller. Uh, I believe I said this, and I probably will go back and listen. I said, I think Herman Miller will beat and raise, uh, but then give weak guidance. I basically said they are going to suffer kind of, well, they pulled forward demand, and now they're going to be paying for it. And lo and behold, that's what happened. They did report a good quarter, meaning they beat revenue, beat earnings. However, they gave pretty poor guidance and are basically saying, not sure. Right? Not, not sure we're going to see the same kind of demand because when we went home, we filled out our offices, people got the chairs. Now everybody's got one and they are uh, struggling to meet. So that's the kind of stuff we have to see because a lot of companies had the wind at their back and now the wind is going to be in their face. And you got to figure out what that means for them. Saw a rather large order of airplanes by United. Uh, this is interesting because again, it's you can see that they see the future of travel coming back. They actually ordered 270 planes. That's kind of crazy to me. They ordered 200 from Boeing and 70 from Airbus. It is, uh, according to the article I read, the largest airplane order ever. That's kind of a big deal. Uh, I did see that more and more companies are offering hiring bonuses. 
Uh, the latest one I saw this morning was TSA, uh, giving out $1,000 hiring bonuses. Again, I think we are a, going to see a good 6 to 12 months of wage inflation. I have personally, I personally believe wage inflation is sticky, right? You make 15, 18, 25, whatever it is an hour. You're very unlikely to accept a pay cut, um, especially as the economy is going. I saw an interesting article about the model budget. Um, be interesting to see if any of you kind of follow this. We'll see. Um, we're going to talk about uh, needs, wants, and savings. Uh, we're going to talk about model percentages. I'd love to hear from you if you are following this and or are close or you think it is nonsense. The article basically said you spend 50% of your income on needs, rent, food, things of that nature. Then you spend 30% on wants, right? Entertainment, extras. And then you're supposed to keep 20% for savings. If you're in my $99 course called Get Your Money Right, that we call discretionary dollars or more importantly, freedom dollars. Because freedom dollars are the things that you could theoretically light on fire with no change to your lifestyle. Your goal is to get those freedom dollars, in this case, above your needs so that you can be financially free. So again, a 50, 30, 20 model. I think that's interesting. I can tell you when we started this, you know, two decades ago, we were probably we were probably 60% needs, 35% wants, and 5% savings. We were frankly spending way too much money. We were in the rat race and enjoying it and didn't know. Uh, but by the time we started doing real estate investing, probably by year two, we actually went, our needs were probably 50%. Um, wants were maybe 10, and then we were saving the 40%. So we made the hard choices. We got uncomfortable. Uh, again, go back and look at the video with Greg and I yesterday called Is Financial Freedom Easier or Hard? Uh, you will see what we mean by that. Next up, we got Case Schiller. Case Schiller um, kind of bothers me. Right, Case Schiller gets a lot of press. Um, I think he's, yeah, Case Schiller came out with some remarkable headlines that are sure to get the talking heads going. Truly extraordinary value increases. You got Phoenix, San Diego, Seattle, all over 20% appreciation year on year. You have uh, home appreciation average 14.6%, which is above the previous month of 133 this is the largest increase ever for Charlotte, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, and Seattle. All of those headlines are awesome. All of those headlines make you think housing is screaming. However, if you are one of my students and you are doing the work, you will quickly be going, huh, something's not right, at least in most of your cities. So here's the deal. The reason that Case Schiller numbers bother me is get this, it's June 29th, and they just reported April data, or data. Everything I just went through, Charlotte, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Seattle, you know, all of these things, that's April information. May, June, July, right? The, the data is old. So again, um, I don't know about you, but what I am seeing in my market and many other markets across the country, according to my students, because they're doing the work, is they are seeing inventory pick, pick up. They're seeing prices, some prices get whacked. 
The market is very different today than April, and I think it will be very different going forward. That's why I feel confident talking about a housing slowdown, because myself and our students are looking every day, and we could see little changes in our micro market. I think it is really odd that Case Schiller takes two months. Think about that. It's April. It's not May information. It's April information. This is why um, the talking heads on TV get real estate wrong all the time. They miss inflection points. They miss plateaus. They miss bottoms. Uh, Nothing different uh, than last time. So that's why you got to look every day. That's why you should look at your market. Real estate is very local. You can look for themes nationally, uh, but definitely check that out. Uh, Looks like Kathy Wood. Uh, from ARK Invest is getting wants to apply for a Bitcoin ETF. Uh, I just think that's interesting because uh, I think eventually an ETF in the U.S. will be approved. I think there's a couple in Canada and I think a couple in South America, but it will be interesting when that gets created if you're in the crypto space. Uh, looks like CFPB will not, will not, will not extend the foreclosure moratorium. Uh, The foreclosures can start at the end of July, I believe is the date. They have instituted some protections, uh, but foreclosures can start because some need to happen. Uh, According to Black Black Knight, uh, there's now less than 2 million people still in these forbearance programs. Uh, After peaking, I think it was over 4 million. Uh, And again, remember CFPB basically mandates that if anybody is in this foreclosure moratorium, that if they can pay going forward, that they are supposed to be an avoidable foreclosure. So none of this, very little of this inventory is coming. There are obviously some houses that are now vacant. People have moved, left them, whatever. Those will foreclose, but that inventory will be gone in a nanosecond. And then the other thing I saw yesterday is if you're up in the Pacific Northwest, I hope you're staying inside. Uh, I was truly amazing to see some of your heat records. Uh, I traveled to the Northwest a lot for my job. The Northwest was in my uh, patch of responsibilities for 15 years, 12 years, 12 to 15 years. And as I recall, not a lot of homes had air conditioners. So when you have heat, you know, 110, 114, whatever it was, that's hot. That's Arizona hot. So uh, I hope you guys stayed cool, stayed inside uh, and took care of yourself. Uh, and then lastly, the last thing I noticed is life insurance. Looks like life insurance has bumped up uh, in the last year, specifically because of individuals under 40. I'm always looking for consumer behavior changes. I'm looking for little tea leaves or dominoes that I can tie into a bigger picture. And it looks like millennials, which I'll call the under 40 crowd, uh, have decided to pick up life insurance a little earlier in greater numbers to the tune of 8%. Uh, Obviously, we've been through a health crisis, a pandemic. Maybe that is a sign of mortality. I don't know. But again, I think that is an interesting consumer change is that life insurance was purchased earlier uh, in this crisis. So lots of stuff going on today. We actually have two experts today. Uh, We have the lumberjack landlord, Matt, which is always entertaining conversations. And we have Omar, the real estate entrepreneur. Uh, So some good stuff going on. I hope you have a wonderful day. Remember, if you've ever thought about getting started in real estate investing, you got like a day and a half uh, to buy the course, $50 coupon, June 50. And if you do buy it, join the private Facebook group because that is the place where uh, you'll get support. People will hold you accountable uh, and you will be 
doing the work with thousands, nearly a thousand other individuals. So have fun. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.